Hello and welcome to the Doxology Podcast. I'm Lucas Stock. And I am Jens Nelson. This is a podcast dedicated to journeying together on the road that is the Christian faith. Thanks for tuning in and joining us as we discuss and investigate theology and the Christian life, striving for unity amongst our diversity as members of Christ's church. Today, we are picking up on a little bit of a loose thread from, uh, what's the date as we record this, from, you know, about a month or so ago. During our mystery month, we were just chatting before we hit record. I can't remember if it was the Behemoth episode or the Old Age and Genesis episode. I think both. I think we had said, like, our Behemoth and Leviathan dinosaurs, but then also when we were talking about Old Age, we talked about that, like, canopy Mm. above the earth that may have made it conducive for things to live longer. So I think both conversations, we were like, hey, dinosaurs have come up. We should talk about them. Yeah, yeah. So we're picking up that, that theme of... That, that, you know, the umbrella theme of dinosaurs and sort of all of the, well, maybe not all of the questions, but all different sorts of questions that might come up in a biblical or theological discussion with the topic of dinosaurs. It's kind of where we're, we're picking up that thread that we we didn't get into and we, we weren't talking about, but came up in our mis- couple of those Mystery Month episodes uh, and we, we've had, in this month of August, we've had um, some really fun episodes, but we're finally getting around to uh, doing what I believe we said we would do on air even, which is have a, an episode dedicated to some of these questions. So we're finally getting around to that. I've been really looking forward to this, uh, to doing this one. Ever, I mean, ever since we recorded those, those back in, in July, but um, I am excited to get this conversation started. So before I get into too much blithering and blathering, let's kick it over to you because I think you've got some some starting points that'll help us to kick off this conversation. Right. Well, I think a good place to start is to ask a question like, are dinosaurs biblical? And that might be a little bit of a sneaky question because obviously the word dinosaur, as we have come to know it, does not exist in the Bible. That would have not necessarily been a category to any of the biblical authors. Um, I believe over the course of you know the last couple thousand years, there have been um, conjecture uh, conjectures about like you know what dinosaurs are, what happened to them. Because I mean, as it as it so happens, we find fossils all the time. I mean, buried literally all over the earth like it seems like every corner of the earth somewhere has these uh these fossilized bones of these just mammoth gigantic figures i mean lucas i don't know if you ever went to the um the field museum in chicago for example i believe that's where for a while sue the tyrannosaurus was on exhibit so it's like i mean if you've ever gone to that museum maybe there's a museum near you know where you live uh, that has these things on display, but it's like that naturally ar- raises the question: Where did these things come from? Where did they go? Because it doesn't seem like they're still around. Um, and so, what what's the deal? And so, naturally, as a Christian, you're trying to answer that same question of like, well, what what happened to these mammoth creatures? How did how did they exist? Why don't they exist anymore? Um, and so, I when I when I approached this conversation, I was like, okay, well, what what does the Bible have to say? What are some of the things that happen? And as you alluded to, you know, Leviathan, Behemoth, both of these just giant creatures seem to be some sort of, you know, we might want to call them prehistoric or just, uh, you know, 
quote-unquote dinosaurs to fit the category of what we typically mean today when we use dinosaurs but there's not a lot of evidence to to you know to fall on like there's it's not like we can definitively say yes behemoth and leviathan were what we call dinosaurs um another question i think uh, well a question and an answer but i think a lot of people speculate that these things died out in the flood right because we don't have t-rexes and you know um i'm blanking on any sort of other dinosaur you know the tall long is that a what's like the dinosaur with the super long neck um i'm thinking of like land before time like littlefoot is this type of dinosaur that's a kid doesn't matter it doesn't you know what i mean when you look outside the biggest animal you might see is a giraffe or an elephant right um and so I was like, okay, well, what what does the what does the narrative of Genesis say? And so naturally, I go to Genesis six and kind of seven. Uh, but God says you are to bring into the ark two of all the living creatures, male and female, to keep them alive with you. Two of everything, from the birds according to their kinds, from the livestock according to their kinds, and from the animals that crawl on the ground according to their times. They will come to you so that you can keep them alive. Uh, and then it goes on a little bit later in um, in Genesis 7 to talk about these animals. Um, he says, You are to take seven pairs, a male and its female, of all the clean animals, and two of the animals that are not clean, male and female. Uh, seven pairs, male and female, of the birds of the sky, in order to keep the offspring alive through the earth. Um, so, to me, God is saying, like, you're, you're bringing two of every kind of thing. Um... Does that mean literally two of every puma, two of every lion, two of every black panther? Like that, it, it isn't clear, right? Like we have all of these um, like variations and sub variations of like a similar class of type of animal. Um, and so could, could one speculate that, uh, you know, obviously an arc can only be so big and you're not going to be able to fit, you know, two T-Rexes in there, one male and one female. Um, and so we bring types of reptiles if, in fact, we believe that, that dinosaurs were and are reptiles. I don't know. Uh, but to me, God, God tells Noah, I'm going to do this. I'm going to send a flood on the earth. Uh, it's going to destroy all the living things. Uh, but I'm not going to destroy you or your family. So bring you, your sons, your wife, or sorry, your wife and your son's wives and two of every animal, uh, both crawling livestock, um, and birds of the air. And who knows, maybe again, we're, we're, we're talking in categories that we have today, but perhaps those categories were different back then. Perhaps in Noah's day, dinosaurs were just, uh, you know, not livestock, but, but crawling animals, so to speak. It's just hard to say. And so that, that's sort of what I wanted to get out at the outset is like, there's just a lot of fuzziness. There's a lot of, um, uncertainty, a lot that's a little bit unclear. And so as we as we have this conversation, you have to understand that we're not going to come to any like hard or fast absolutes, obviously, because it, it nobody has yet. One can only speculate this side of glory. But on the other hand, at the same time, uh, we can make good and accurate, I think, you know, biblical assumptions, but we shouldn't be staking any claims on it saying like definitively one way or another that yes, dinosaurs existed or didn't exist. Um, but yeah, that's what I wanted to say at the outset. I'll kick it over to you. I ha obviously have some other thoughts that I want to just ponder and explore that I thought were kind of interesting, but I wanted to see what you had to say. Well, I guess jumping off that, like why, like the, the first thing I think of is like, why is this an interesting 
discussion for so many people, you know, like this is kind of the classic, you know, when I was in high school, first getting into learning more about the Bible and about theology, it's like, oh, what do you do? You know, it's creation versus evolution. It's, it's, you know, how old is the earth? How did God make the world? What are the possible theories? Oh, why is this wrong? Why is that wrong? And it's kind of a similar thing where, why is it even, like, we're not talking about, you know, where did lions come from? Or where did pandas come from, right? Like, there are all kinds of animals that God made in God's world around us that we see at the zoo or we have domesticated or whatever. Um, why is, and we see, you know, fossilized remains of, like like woolly mammoths and saber-toothed tigers, you know, like those are extinct species of animals that feel more familiar to us because we know what an elephant looks like. We know what a, what a tiger looks like or that kind of thing. But at the end of the day, like those are, those are ancient extinct species of animals. Like my, not to be snarky is just kind of like my reaction is kind of like, well, why is this so intriguing? Like you, you raised just now, I'm not, you know, Correct me if, like, I'm not saying you were saying this. Maybe you are, but you were kind of just raising um, avenues to go down. But, like, the question of, like, oh, did dinosaurs exist or not exist? Well, of course they they exist. Like, I've seen them. You know what I mean? Like, am I going to... If I have some kind of a problem with the idea that these gargantuan reptilian animals lived on the Earth sometime in the past, which we can come back to that in a sec... But if I have some kind of a problem with that and it it doesn't it clashes with something else that I believe that's important. So I then want to say, oh, well, they this is we, we misunderstand what these are. What am I saying? There's some kind of global conspiracy where, you know, an entire field of paleontology and all the people who go to museums and all the museums and all the people, the little, you know, like the, the farmers digging in their fields that find these things, they're all lying. No, like, can I clarify what I meant to insane? Yeah. Yeah. No. And I, I I didn't want what I, when I said whether they did or didn't exist, um, I was being a little bit like, uh, trying to tease a little bit of where I was going to go. Uh, I, obviously the bones exist. Like we we have them, we can see them. People dig them up. I don't think there's some sort of wide, grand, sweeping uh, conspiracy. I just am wondering, like as as a Christian trying to make sense of these things, uh, especially in light of what we just kind of read in Genesis, is like, did they exist in Noah's day? Had they been long dead already? That's why God didn't say to bring these things on the ark. Were they destroyed in the flood and they were just too big? Like I'm just trying to make sense of these things, and this is probably more far fetched. And I don't have, I don't feel strongly about this uh, hypothesis. But what if they didn't actually ever exist on the Earth physically, but like in the creation of the Earth for whatever reason, God created them within the Earth. I mean, I don't know why that would happen. It doesn't make sense to me. But like at least it seems like a theory that like okay if we're trying to make sense of like what these things were where they went um you know perhaps they were just part of the the foundation of the earth i don't i don't know um but that's sort of what i was alluding to and what i was going to get to and again i don't i don't think that that is the case i have other ideas but that as i was thinking through some of the like possible examples of of what this could be that was one of them yeah and i mean there's also i've heard i've heard like oh 
I don't know how, I don't know if this is a real thing. It's probably something that somebody believed at some point, um, but probably not very widespread, that it was some some uh, diabolical trick played by the devil by planting these things in there to challenge Christians' faith. And to me, that's a way more complicated way to explain a naturally occurring phenomenon that there's no way to attempt to try and falsify that claim. And there's no real logical, theological, or rational reason why you would explain that, not to mention the fact that the existence of dinosaurs, you know, I'm going to say, the existence of dinosaurs millions of years ago doesn't pose any threat to any Christian beliefs, and hence, no threat to Christian faith. Um, I know that there are people who would disagree with that, but I just think, like, that's where I've landed, so that's how I think. It's just like, well... I don't know. I mean, it seems like there's a bunch of people who have spent a long time examining and researching um, scientific processes, geological processes, like how fossilization works, you know, um, all that kind of stuff, Bi- biological processes and, and, and basing, you know, taking fossilized hard tissue remains and, and conjecturing and speculating possible um, you know, life cycles and, and behaviors of, of creatures that we don't have access to observe anymore, like we do currently alive creatures. And it's just like, that seem, it seems easier and more, uh, more likely to generally see that as sort of the explanation. It's just like what it appears to be, um, than some kind of gymnastics to explain away something that's like you said like nobody's saying fossils don't exist you know like like this is just a reality of the world we live in that we've discovered all kinds of fossilized bones right what are we going to do with those well i mean it just i think i made a kind of tongue-in-cheek cheek comment in that when we talked about this a little bit in july where i was like well i think dinosaurs are big reptiles that lived millions of years ago and then they died and their bones fell in the dirt and here we have some of them that have survived over the year you know and it's like i just see no reason to posit some kind of alternative not not saying that like oh whatever the mainstream scientific consensus is on any given topic is the answer to that topic i'm not saying that but i'm just saying like the the general like the the general contours of like not all the detail. You know, I'm not a paleontologist. You could spend your whole life debating different theories of of how this certain animal lived or whatever. But like, to, for as an outsider, as a layman, to look in and be like, well, yeah, I mean, I just think that's kind of generally what's going on. Is these ancient big? <laughs> a lot of them were really big. Um, these ancient creatures died out, and you know, apparently they lived millions of years ago, that's, that's fine with me, you know, like, I, I don't see a date in Genesis, you know, not not to get sidetracked into that conversation. But obviously, the reason this has been in the in in at least American history, religious history, the reason that dinosaurs 
are a question at all is because of how they are connected to certain ways of reading Genesis 1, certain ways of reading Genesis 6, certain ways of conceiving of the age of the earth, you know, all those kinds of questions that are very, um, you know, often well-tread on by all kinds of different different people, and we're not necessarily going to rehash, but but yeah, I don't know. It's kind of, it's interesting to me to think about why this is interesting. Um, well, I think... And something that I thought of... Oh, go. I just yeah. had a quick thought. I what, what what What's interesting to me is, like, as humans, I think you know, religious or not, uh, Christian or not, I think we have, uh, this almost desire, this yearning to know our origins, where we came from, to have an idea of like, I mean, that's why we study history in school. That's why the field of paleontology even exists at all. That's why people go out on these digs, whether it's to, to, to find bones of dinosaurs or maybe even humans. I mean, that's why we're interested in, uh, the, the ancient wonders of the world, the, the pyramids, the, um, you know, the, the Mayan ruins, like we, we have this interest in the things that came before. And especially as Christians, as we try to reconcile, uh, science, what we see in the world with what we see in God's word, sometimes it feels like there's a clash and being people who live in the 21st century, we like to have like really neat categories. We want everything to fit in its place to have like an answer for this, an answer for that, and make sense of these things that seem just wildly perplexing. Um, and you know, like, ah, man, if if it was so important, would it, would we not have it in scripture? Would it not be clear? Would it not be like, okay, yeah, dinosaurs were this type of creature and they existed for this long or the age, like, like this is actually what happened at creation. Like maybe some of those things, they, they are important, but that's not the point necessarily, because if it was the point, it would be there. Like what we have in God's word is all that we need for life and godliness. Um, we, we loosely quote that all the time. Um, but we, that's what it says. Again, I think like in Peter or Timothy, one of those letters that in God's word, we've been given everything that pertains to life and godliness, everything we need uh, to live in this world faithfully, um, to, to love the Lord, to love our neighbors. And it just so happens that dinosaurs come up from time to time, but obviously the answer, quote unquote, answer to what dinosaurs are does not depend on life and godliness. I don't know. Yeah. And I think, um, there's, there's an interesting, like, there are these interesting meta questions, so to speak, where it's like, why would you be motivated to question, you know, like somebody coming to the conclusion that the devil put them there or God put them there and they were just, they were always just there in the dirt. That's just such, such an interesting thing to me. And again, I don't know how, how frequently anybody does come to that conclusion, either of those conclusions, but it's like, you know, or the idea that there's some kind of global conspiracy for the last uh, couple hundred years or however long, you know, people have been doing paleontology to, to, to what, I don't know, to challenge a quote unquote biblical worldview by using it as evidence for a Darwinian theory of evolution or something, maybe like maybe that's the, the scheme, but like on the one hand, so <laughs> on the other hand, I don't know that there's any reason to think that. That seems like a very complicated thing to posit, you know, with with no evidence. And I don't know, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe there's plenty of evidence and I'm just kind of, you know, I've been hoodwinked 
and that's fine. If, if that's true, I'd like to know, but I don't think that's true. Like I haven't seen any reason to think that's true. Um, and I just think it's, it's kind of like, you know, I'm not like Occam's razor or whatever, where, you know, like the, the solution to a problem is, is most likely to be like the most simple one. Like it seems most simple that fossilized bones are just fossilized bones of things that you still, you know, like we, we see, we understand to some degree, we meaning just humanity in general, um, some, some, some amount of like how those processes happen. You know, I mean, we've, you even got examples like mummification and stuff. Like we find remains of stuff all the time. It's not like, it's not like it's, this is unrelated to anything else in the world that happens. It's just kind of interesting to be like, oh, well, this one's different because it, apparently implies accepting some kind of belief about the world that doesn't fit with what the Bible says or something. And then, I mean, and, and, and obviously that's where a lot of this is going to come down to like in theory, if you believe, you know, all the evidence that has to do with, with dinosaurs and fossils, you know, are, being is being more or less accurately scientifically um, explained and interpreted, and you also believe that um, the only correct way to interpret the creation account is in such a way that the Earth is you know six thousand years old or whatever. Like you can't you can't both believe that the universe started six thousand years ago and that there were dinosaurs walking around two hundred million years ago on Earth. Obviously, those are ex- mutually contradicting claims but the, the the question comes for me comes down to just like why with you know depending on whatever in any case when you're listening to or you're evaluating a claim and you're you're, you're considering whether or not to accept it like you have to consider whether or not to accept it you know and and the question will inevitably i think come back to how we interpret scripture because as the final authority that contains everything we need for life and godliness it matters that we get that right (laughs) and we care about getting it right and so we're going to do the hard work especially those of us who this you know that's sort of like where our expertise quote unquote lies as well as those whose expertise lie elsewhere like paleontologists or biologists or whatever um in order to attempt to to do justice to the world that God has given us and to better understand it by better interpreting what's going on. And at the end of the day, I just don't see any kind of glaring contradiction in the way that the biblical data and the quote-unquote scientific or paleontological data, like what they present us, you know, I, I don't I don't see any kind of necessary contradiction or necessary conflict that that um, provides some kind of tension that's impossible to overcome in regards to what we think we know about life on this planet and what we think we know about God's revelation. Like, I just I don't see there being a clash there, kind of like you alluded to earlier, like there can seem to be this clash and that causes this. That causes this tension that demands or, or urges us to to find a solution to it. I don't see that tension, and and I don't know if, if if that's something that you and I share or not necessarily in terms of um, how we can 
come down on some of those questions. But I think that that is that is really the more close to the heart of the issue. Because obviously, I don't think maybe I'm wrong. Please let us know if I am wrong. I don't think any like professional paleontologists are listening. Um, because That'd be really cool, though. I don't. <laughs> I don't know how many of those there are. It seems like something that, you, like Ross Geller. That's like, it. I know. Every time I think of a paleontologist, <laughs> that's what comes to mind, which I'm sure paleontologists all over the world hate. Yeah. Yep, yep, yep. Um, but anyway, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I, I've kind of spit a bunch of stuff that may or may not be of any value. Um, but it's just, it's interesting to me to think about, like, like beyond just the, the fact that like dinosaurs are cool and interesting to a certain degree. It's like, I don't have any like other real, I don't, I don't feel very many stakes in a conversation like this. Mm. Cause I'm just like, yeah, well, I, I love learning new things. I'm down to learn more, you know, read a book about a T-Rex or something, but like, it's not like I'm on a quest or looking for some kind of answer to a question that feels unanswerable or that needs to be answered. Yeah. Um, I don't know if that makes sense. No, it does. And I like I don't I don't want to boil down all of scripture to like a sentence because that feels like a great disservice. But I mean, I come back to like that golden rule that like, yeah, I'm you know, I'm thinking of like Ecclesiastes. I'm thinking of some of Jesus's words in the Gospels. But like the chief end of man is to glorify God and to uh well, I'm, I guess I'm quoting John Piper there, but like the the end of Ecclesiastes, I'm blank, blanking on like exactly how it's read. Um, let me just turn there because I'm really close. Um, let's see. Um, when all has been heard, the conclusion of the matter is this. Fear God and keep his commandments because this is for all humanity. Um, or, you know, love the Lord your God with all your heart, soul, mind, and strength and love your neighbor as yourself. Like, Again, I don't want to boil scripture all the way down to just those things. Obviously, it has far more to say than that. But at the end of the day, the the question of dinosaurs and what they are and what happened to them, it isn't wrapped up in those things to 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 uh, fear God and keep his commandments, to, to love the Lord with all our heart, mind, soul, and strength, to love our neighbor even. Um, honestly, I think, if anything, this conversation of dinosaurs actually does the opposite I think a lot of times we become so convinced of our own um, ideas, our own conclusions, uh, that we end up fighting with people about it. We, we, ha- we have fights about, okay, well, dinosaurs this, and the age of the earth that, and how could you believe this sort of thing? You're obviously not a real Christian. And these are all you know hypothetical conversa- conversations, but I'm sure they exist out there on Twitter, or Instagram, Facebook, Discord, Reddit, whatever. Um, and so, yeah, I, I agree with you, Lucas. I think for me, I, I, especially on this conversation, I'm a lot more comfortable even just like chilling out in the gray zone, I, you know, chilling out in the like, I am a human with a limited understanding of paleontology. <laughs> I'm, a, I'm a human that has a, a, a even, even though I have a biblical studies degree, I study theology, I read theology, I'm, 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 a, you know, I'm, it's not my life's work. And so I even have a limited understanding of theological things. I can, I can understand things to the, the best of my knowledge and ability. Um, but I'm like comfortable being in this gray, um, I, th- I think I've been in that that area a lot more recently on other conversations too, um, but as it, as it pertains to this question of dinosaurs, like 
man, if, if I, if in 20, 30, 40, whatever years we come to find out more definitively, like, great, awesome. If I died never knowing, also fine, because my, my salvation is secure in Christ, not because of my checked box belief on something, but because Christ has died for me and saved me, is currently keeping me, will per, uh, help me persevere to the end where I'll see him in glory. So what I believe about dinosaurs, I think, is inconsequential. Um, and so, like, I'm okay not knowing. You know what I mean? It's not like Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. You can only come to me if you believe X, Y, and Z about dinosaurs, right? No, we we come to him because he first died for us, came to us. Um, so I don't know. Those are those are sort of my final thoughts. I don't have a lot more to say. I think I, I've, I've, I've had some you know, just some speculation about, cause like this conversation of dinosaurs, I think just naturally brings up like, you know, history. It brings up, um, like you've already mentioned and alluded to like millions of years, different, uh, periods of time, you know, the, um, I'm blanking on any of the eras, but like, you know, the, the ice age and, um, the Jurassic period and, you know, those other periods of, of, of quote unquote history, um, like I don't, I don't have a ton of knowledge on those things. I mean, I learned about them in school years ago, but I, I have not continued my studies of them. So like, it's all very fascinating and interesting to me. I, I, I don't know that. So I'm, I'm, I'm comfortable being like, yeah, okay. If that is the case, that's wonderful. Like praise God. If that's not the case, it's the same conclusion. That's wonderful. Praise God. So yeah, I'll kick it to you. If you have any last thoughts, if not, we'll, uh, we'll wrap her up with a, a word of prayer. Yeah, no, I think I think I'm good. It's just like I said at the beginning, kind of like you, like for me, I do feel like I've settled on an answer, but I come to a similar thing where it's like, whatever, dude, you know, like not whatever in the sense that it doesn't matter how you approach a question, whatever the question is, you know, like there's a certain there are certain intellectual and Christian virtues that we should be exercising in how we come to convictions and beliefs and part of that is recognizing when it's something that really matters and when it's something that doesn't matter nearly as much. Um, and, and yeah, I don't know. It's just kind of like, to me, I'm, I'm just, I'm just like, seems like we kind of know the answer and it doesn't seem like it matters. Yeah. <laughs> um, but, but it's, uh, it's not, I, I don't believe it's a threat like, de- like, depending on how you answer these, this collection of questions or related issues, I don't think that your answer can pose some kind of a threat to the foundation of your faith. Agreed. Right? Yeah. Um, certainly not any threat to Christ and thir- certainly not any threat to God's written word revealed to us. Like, I don't think, I don't think. God's worried about, you know, what's going to happen to the Bible now right. that people started digging up bones, you know? <laughs> um, yeah. And not trying to characterize people who are concerned about that kind of stuff, but I just don't think it's something we need to be concerned about. You know, at, at the very least, we've got bigger fish to fry <laughs> as a as a church, as, as a culture, as Agreed, people yeah. living in this time in history, you know, like... Um, we could, we could run down, run the gamut of all kinds of things, but, uh, but yeah, I don't know. I think that's, that's, I, I'm happy to wrap it up there. Was that um, a, was that a callback joke to Leviathan? We have bigger fish to fry. Is that what you're saying? Oh, that we need to, we need to get, capture him finally and, and fry him up. 
That's true. It, he need what is it? Is that Psalm or is oh man, where where he gets fed to the nations? Or yeah, whatever. exactly. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. If you haven't if you haven't listened Jesus to our episode fish at the end of John, exactly. Yeah. If you haven't heard our episode yeah. on Leviathan and Behemoth, go back because full circle moment right there. Lucas just yeah. brought it to the best conclusion possible. So like, but I also like one where... thing I will say, just to stir the pot, potentially yeah. depending mm-hmm. on who's listening, is honestly, I'm at a place in my you know like intellectual and theological development. Where I think the question of like what you do with Leviathan is A, way more interesting, and I'm going to say B, way more important than what you do with dinosaurs and how old the earth is. Not spicy. I think it has I like that. significantly more theological import hmm. is in how we read the texts that talk about Leviathan than how we try to fit dinosaurs into Genesis 1 through six or whatever i don't know what you're doing for like your dissertation or whatever you do advancing your theological career but it sounds like you just landed on something to write about someday so (laughs) (laughs) there you go we just got your something for you anyway i don't know but we'll we'll close with a word of prayer this was a a fun conversation um i feel like this was a very appropriate prayer from the psalms Uh, it's psalm 33 the csb titles this praise to the creator seems fitting Rejoice in the Lord, you righteous ones. Praise from the upright is beautiful. Praise the Lord with the lyre. Make music to him with a ten-stringed harp. Sing a new song to him. Play skillfully on the strings with a joyful shout. For the word of the Lord is right, and all his work is trustworthy. He loves righteousness and justice. The earth is full of the Lord's unfailing love. The heavens were made by the word of the Lord, and the stars by the breath of his mouth. He gathers the waters of the sea into a heap, and he puts the depths into storehouses. Let the whole earth fear the Lord. Let all the inhabitants of the world stand in awe of him. For he spoke, and it came into being. He commanded, and it came into existence. The Lord frustrates the counsel of the nations. He thwarts the plans of the peoples. Excuse me. The counsel of the Lord stands forever. The plans of his heart from generation to generation. Happy is the nation whose God is the Lord, the people he has chosen to be his possession. The Lord looks down from heaven. He observes everyone. He gazes on all the inhabitants of the earth from his dwelling place. He forms the hearts of them all. He considers all their works. A king is not saved by a large army. A warrior will not be rescued by great strength. The horse is a false hope for safety. It provides no escape by its great power. But look... The Lord keeps his eye on those who fear him, those who depend on his faithful love to rescue them from death and to keep them alive in famine. We wait for the Lord. He is our help and shield. For our hearts rejoice in him because we trust in his holy name. May your faithful love rest on us, Lord, for we put our hope in you. Amen. Amen, amen. Man, I feel like we just like, I know we historically have prayed uh, the Valley of Vision and the Book of Common Prayer. But man, those psalms just hit like on another level. Um, So anyway, we want to say thank you for listening to this episode of the Doxology Podcast. We want to say thank you to listening to any episode. We're up to 200 and almost 30 now. We've eclipsed 40,000 all-time downloads. Uh, You guys just continue to blow us away. 
um, by sending us emails, you know, liking our posts. Sorry, we're not super active on Instagram, but like the Instagram algorithms these days just sort of suck. Um, but we just want to thank you. We, we appreciate you guys. We Everything you guys send our way, even if you don't do anything, like as far as interacting on social media or via email, like the simple act of even listening to an episode or part of an episode is great. We love to see it. Um, if you do want to connect with us, the places where you'll find us most often are uh, Twitter and email. Um, and like I said, sometimes Instagram. The Twitter and Instagram is at Doxology Podcast. If you want to shoot us an email, we love having more long-form conversations. It's uh, Doxology podcast at gmail.com send us your questions send us any feedback you have let us know your thoughts on dinosaurs uh, we'd love to hear from you um, remember there are a couple things you should be nice and at the same time be nice seen it just like is good sense theologically but also trust god and cast lots and that's a, a, another callback joke anyway until next time peace out see ya